if you are young watching this, man, like the number one thing that you can do is really figure out how you tick, figure out what things you love to do, figure out how you can increase your skill set. And so one of the takeaways that we had in this was we understand that wealth has a lot to do with how you think. And we want, I want to make sure that you as your greatest asset, like you guys understand that. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I'm very, very excited because if you're actually watching this on YouTube, you're gonna know that I'm not alone in the studio. I have two young, handsome, strong men with me. Um, and these are actually the Helama boys. I'll let you guys introduce yourself in just a second. But what we did is we had a, a blast uh, today. Um, you guys coming up from Wisconsin. And um, and so we had a blast today. You guys are clients. The, the, the story of those of you that know Greg Helama, the guy that helped me found Better Wealth and, and tragically passed away. These are his two out of three sons um, are here and we're spending the weekend together. And one of the things that we got to do is we spent over an hour talking about money and the philosophy. And two two things, we talked about the, the flow, the four steps, and this is what this video is gonna be about. And then the next video, the part two of this, we're gonna actually talk about the and asset and the questions. And so before we get in, cause I'm really excited about this, cause it's gonna be a review for a lot of people and there's a lot of, a lot of parents that are like, we want to teach our kids better ways with money. I want you guys to introduce yourself um, and and say one fun fact that maybe the audience audience would know about you. And then we're going to jump right in to all the things that we talked about today. So we'll start with you, Joel. Awesome. My name is Joel. Um, and one fun fact about me is I absolutely love sports. Um, yeah. And very good. We, we're going to be playing Ultimate Frisbee after we're done. And it'll be very interesting to see who wins. <laughs> mm, yes. All right. My name is Josh. Um, fun fact about me is I'm very scared of snakes. Yes. So. Yes. And that was, we actually saw a rattlesnake today um, on our walk. So overall, um, we we connected, we, we met you guys. When, how old were you guys when we first met? I was probably 12, maybe 11. That's when we got connected. Yeah. That's when we got connected. Um, we were very close friends. You guys were homeschooled. We were homeschooled. Obviously, your dad played a really, a really big part in my life, an incredible person, and we're really, really sad to see him go, but it's really cool to see hit the legacy of his name going on in this business and you guys. And one of the things that he did, and we're not going to share any details, but one of the things that he did is at, when he passed, um, because he was doing the proper planning, money got passed down. And each one of you guys got an and asset and it got funded. And so um, there is kind of the two part. I want to not only talk about the and asset, but part number one is I, I want to talk about the overview, because if we take a step back, I think there's we, we need to understand how money works. OK, mm. so what we did and for those of you that listen to the podcast or know our journey, you know, we have four principles and these four principles are actually the four principles that I taught. Uh, Joel and Josh, and I did it on a whiteboard. And the first thing that I did, what was the first drawing that I that I, that I drew out? You drew that we are were the most important asset. And and what does that mean? So I drew a a, a sticks figure. And those of you that know me and my bad drawing, it's about <laughs> the only thing I can draw. Um, and I drew a stick figure, and and I and I put the word you, and 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 one of the things that I wanted to get get across um, were what were some of the things that we that we talked about there 
Well, to find out who you are and to what what you want most in mm. life. Um, yeah. Your strengths, your weaknesses, what is your mission statement? You know, what what do you want for your job list? And ultimately, you are your number one asset. And what does that mean? Because you're, you're how old? I'm 17. Joel's 17. 15. Okay, so one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to instill in them, and I, this is true across the board, by the way, but if you are young watching this, man, like the number one thing that you can do is really figure out how you tick figure out what things you love to do, figure out how you can increase your skill set. And so one of the takeaways that we had in this was we understand that wealth has a lot to do with how you think. And we want I want to make sure that you as your greatest asset, like you guys understand that. How would you define if I said, Joel, what does that mean? You being your greatest asset? I know we talked a lot about this, but how would you describe what that means? Like me being my greatest asset, like you are important like everything goes like through you you control or you should control where your money goes and how you spend it in which ways yeah and because and we both looked at you what how much money you guys make we see huge opportunities if you guys can continue to invest in yourself and skills that you could tri triple or quadruple the money that you're making that's an amazing mindset to have. Definitely. So one of the things, what was our what was our like to do's on section one? You being your greatest asset, obviously we want clarity. We want to focus on results, but what does that look like for you guys? And what are the things that we're committing to do? We'll start with you, Joel, because I know that you're thinking about what to do after mm -hmm. high school. Um, your goals? Yes. Um, and so what are your goal values? Um, to figure out what is your mission statement and to what is that and how to take that further into the next steps. Um, yeah. Also to read some books, to keep your mind active, to never let it rest and to always keep functioning, to keep learning new things, always keep doing that. Right. Keep one, learning new skills. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So one of the things that we're gonna do, especially with Joel, but both of them, is we are going to research five to 10 different job sectors and do some research on how much money that makes, who we know are in there, uh, like who we know that are connected to those industries and really start expanding our brain to thinking, okay, because we don't know exactly what we want to do. And, right. You know, yeah. That's what we yeah. talked about. Mm -hmm. And the same thing for you. Um, we talked about values and, and this is something that your dad was really big on is like your values drive everything that you do. So we're going to like, we're going to discover in, in the next year, like what that looks like. We're going to start from your values. We're going to start a mission statement. You can see, um, this is my mission statement when I made when I was 18, a year older than you. Mm -hmm. It is help people see and reach their highest potential. That This was built on my values. And then we're going to pick three books to read this year. It doesn't sound like a lot, but three books, nonfiction books that are, are going to be big. So the first thing, if you're taking notes, if you're listening to this, is you are your greatest asset. We want to be clear on what that looks like. And we want to know... We don't want to, to devalue yourself, okay? The the second thing that we talked about was all about efficiency. Now, um, for Joel, we we focused on cash flow, okay? That's money coming in. That's either your, that's for you right now, that's solely income, mm -hmm. okay? We talked about cash. Cash can go two places. I'm going to put you on the spot, Yoshi. Cash uh, can go. Wh where are the two places that money can go? Savings, spending. Okay. What happens when someone spends a dollar? So what happens when somebody spends a dollar is they not only lose that dollar, but they also lose what that dollar can earn in the future. That's, and 
that and and Josh, when we talked, said said that without me prompting, and that that just totally made my day. And you were like, I don't know how I can't get it. Your book says it thirty thousand times. It does. And, and I, but how profound is that? So what when when Joel, when we say mm-hmm. when you lose a dollar, whether that's the taxes, whether that's the spending on the stuff, whether mm-hmm. that's spending on a car, you, what does that mean when you lose a dollar? You don't just lose that dollar, but you lose what that dollar could have earned you. What's another way to explain that? Well. Like, what are you thinking? What like, you if meaning? you spend uh, $300 for mm-hmm. going on a plane ride uh, to California mm-hmm. and back, the what, what Yoshi is saying, and Yoshi is the nickname for Josh, for those of you listening, is is a, you don't just lose that $300, but now that $300 is never able to work for you ever again. Yeah. It, so so that, that plane mm-hmm. ticket actually costs you a lot more than $300 if you look at over your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like you, what your greatest asset, your assets, and you got to look and see what can you do to have your money work for you and build up over time. Yeah. Not only are you going to lose that $300 from your flight pl- ticket or that whatever you use that for, you're going to lose that over a long period of time and you're, you're not going to be able to make that money back. Yeah. We call this opportunity cost, okay? Mm-hmm. If you lose money... You don't just lose that money, but you lose what that money could do for you today and in the future, the rest of your life. Now, the cool thing is money. So money can either go two places. It's either spent, which mm-hmm. most of the time it just everyone spends gone. all their money. Yeah, They have no money left over because they just spend it all. Mm-hmm. But if you save your money for the future, what what obviously we're going to talk about this next, but we want that to do what for the future? Want it to grow and compound. I see. And that's that was one thing we talked about compounding and And in compounding, there's three things that need to be present. You need to have money. It needs to grow at an interest rate. And it needs to grow over time. And that function is something that will be working for you guys the rest of your life. Now, um, in in efficiency, we also talk about assets and debts. But for Joel and Josh, they don't have really any assets or debts. And so what we're focusing on is how we can start tracking our money. So uh, what is our to-do? What's our goal for this section? Um, like you remember? What are you talking about? We're going to track our money. So yep. what, what is that going to look like? So we're going to have where we put our money for saving, where we put our money for spending, and where is it all going, and where what is your gross income over at, yes. at that all? So this is a really simple thing that you can do with yourself, but also you can do with your kids. It's what money's coming in, mm-hmm. what's going out, and, and if we're really ninja, we're going to look at what what we're spending it on. But we so let's say for for now, we'll say let's say you're making a thousand dollars. Yeah. You're spending nine hundred. Mm. What what's left over? Only a hundred dollars for savings. Right. And so what we want to do is we want to start it tracking that money, creating a discipline around that, and um, and start figuring out ways that we can save more money. That's something mm-hmm. that we talked about. So so step number one is it. Understand that you are your greatest asset. Really understand what makes you as a person. And I want—I do not want you guys devaluing yourself. I want you guys to maximize who you are. Number two, it's all about tracking your money and understanding that once you lose a dollar, it's gone forever. Yeah. And it's not just that dollar that's lost. It's what that dollar could have earned you the rest of your life. So we want to start saving our money. Step number three, we talk about the two C's. Who knows what the two C's stand for? I do. Yes, Joel. So compounding and control. Okay, so... One is a more long-term deal and one is more short-term. When you think of compounding, what do you think of? It's the long-term one. Right. It's, it's our money growing it over time. It builds up over time. Right. Yeah. 
control. How would you guys describe control? Because this is by far a hardest one. That's like the hardest characteristic to describe. Well, to have control is to set up an emergency fund and to split it into two. Put first into your emergency fund and then put second into your opportunities or into your savings and have that open for other things for more opportunities. Yes. And so what Joel just said was something so profound that we talked about. There's two types of money when you save it. There's you need to save for emergencies. And and for you guys, since you guys are young, you don't have a family yet. um, Six months is a good target to stand for. Okay, so you should be saving. And until you get six months of savings, you should really be careful on how you um, invest or spend your money. But once you hit that six months, and if you're if you have a family, if you're married, if you have extra debt, I recommend a year. Um, but if you have six months of savings, then the the money that you continue to um, save will now go into the opportunity fund. And an opportunity fund is just you need to have the mindset of where you can put that money, where you can invest that money. And I'm excited because the next mm. section we're going to talk about that. Um, but in this section, essentially C squared is what we want to do is we want to be consistent. We want to save consistently. We want to pay ourselves first. And we want to know that our money is doing two things for us. We want to be consistent in the long term, but we also want to be consistent in the short term by understanding control. And that leads us into the fourth section. Now, the fourth section we talked a lot about, just like the first, the first, you know, pillar. And this is all about using your money. And we talked about, um, we talked about a word that starts with a V. Value. Okay. Now, big picture, what in this section, so this is all about using your money. This is all about using your time. What is the big takeaway in the section as it relates to how you should use your time and money? Well, the biggest takeaway would be how to use your time and money and how to expand that for you and how to have your time and money work together for you. Right. So in other words, the big word here is value because we want to ask the question, how can I best use my money and time to create more value? Because we, I had you guys both write this down. Money follows value. Mm-hmm. What it, what does that mean, Yoshi? Like what when I say money follows value, how, what's another way to just say that? Well, it's like if you, hmm, it's like that analogy you used earlier. It was it was like when you stayed at the bank instead of working yeah. with the other company. It was because you wanted more skill. And skill was a higher value than more money right now because you knew that value was going to be greater money later on. That's a great example. So the two the two exercises that we did that's really helpful is I wrote the word time down and I asked I asked Joel and Josh, what can you do with your time right now that can that can create more value for you? Okay, and and one of one of them was get another job. Mm-hmm. That that is something that you could do. You could work harder and make more money. That's something. It, the number two was skills. Mm-hmm. And that's that we have an example that I'm going to share with you that's, I think, going to really open your guys' mind. But it's like, okay, you're making, we'll just say, we'll just, this might not be true, but we'll say you're making $1,000 a month, okay? What if you could create skills that could help you make more than that? That's That would be valuable. And we, yeah. we talked about, you know, one of the reasons I want you guys to start listing out different job opportunities is there may be some skill sets that you'll need to acquire. Right. And, and then people. Right. Yeah. Or were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say that like extra skills could be handy later on if you come across a job that requires that skill and pays really well. Absolutely. And so we want to, number one, if I, I wrote the, 
the word time down is what can you do with your time today that can that can create more value can create more money and and the big word that we highlighted is skills and people you should be spending your time meeting people that can help you because people want to help you mm -hmm. and you want to spend a lot your time thinking about what what activities what habits what skills can you learn that once you get that you can make more money okay mm -hmm. the other thing is money and when we talked about money what was another same word that got brought up is how you how you how you can you use your money today to increase your value you remember the number one thing that we talked about skills it is skills and the example that we used was this we said um let's just use joel as an example and this is somewhat true because you work a part-time job you make around a thousand dollars a month give or take we'll just use this for an example so if you take a thousand dollars a month times the times 12 that's twelve thousand dollars that's really mm -hmm. good money for a 17 year old okay mm -hmm. now what if you could invest a three thousand dollars that's a lot of money but let's say you have three thousand dollars in in something that you you could invest in and it would make you more valuable and now at that same job or allows you to get a job that you can make eighteen thousand dollars mm -hmm. and then you would have a hundred percent growth over the next years and it could go not only from one year but it could go keep going up over the next years is what i showed them is that three thousand dollar investment would in the first year be a hundred percent rate of return on its money because that three thousand dollar investment would give you the ability to make you know six thousand dollars more mm -hmm. but obviously the three hundred three thousand goes back to paying off that you know investment right but every single year you get to make more money and that's a skill set and that's like that's what i want you guys to start thinking is how you use your money can you en enhance your time and your money to increase the value of who you are. Mm -hmm. So in summary, because we're, we're going to do a part two where we talk about the Andastic, because I don't want this video to get too long. But in summary, the first thing that we did was we talked about you being your greatest asset. How would you guys summarize that? You like you control where your money goes and what you do with it. Yes, you well, yes, you want to make sure that you are really enhancing who you are and getting clear that you are the n number one person besides God, of course, that is in your life that you want to make sure that you're maximizing all of that. So we're everything that we're doing here is really understanding ourselves. Then we want to increase our savings because our money can go to places and we know that once you lose a dollar, it's gone forever. So we want to save that money. We want to be consistent with long term and short term. Mm -hmm. And then number four, we want to start thinking about value. We want to spend our time and money in areas that will help us create more value. And right now, because you guys are young, it's all about the skill sets and people that you get to know. And my goal for Joel is in the next two years, I want him to make $80,000 or more. That sounds crazy, but it's again, what did I say at the end? It's all about how we think. Yep, everything so, is thinking. So if we start thinking, how can I make $80,000 or more? It's going to start making you think about people. It's going to make, make you start thinking about what skills you need to be able to make that kind of money. Any, mm -hmm. any final thoughts for part one? Mm -hmm. no. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. And stay tuned for part two, where we um, talk about the and asset. They, they both read my book. They both have and assets. They have a bunch of questions. And it's going to be really, really fun to kind of hear their perspective from um, somebody that doesn't necessarily know all there is to know about this industry, but it's, but gets to partake in it. Take care. Thank you for listening and make sure to tune into tomorrow.
Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.